0: let's Let's celebrate life with a little bubbly welcome to bubbles of wisdom podcast i am danny the artist i am maggie the law librarian we are cousins and best friends with this bi-weekly podcast we engage in meaningful
1: and entertaining conversations about work love health and of
0: course, popping wine. We share our life experiences as women over 50, so all women embrace who they are and feel empowered as they age. So we're continuing our discussions about faith and spirituality. Yes, we are. Yeah, and I consider myself a seeker, and I'm basically still searching for my purpose. But I do believe in God, and I self-identify as a Christian. What about you, Danny? I do too. I am still seeking and I, uh, I do pray to
1: God. I mean, I was brought up as a Christian, but I'm still searching. I'm still in, you know, searching for my true purpose. Yeah. Yes. yes. I
0: am too. And I, I pray about it. I seek help and I do, I think about it and I, I know inherent in me I do like helping people you know I like connecting people I like connecting people to each other I like to connect them to resources you know so I know that about me however I never had that uh, ah, moment (laughs) where I can say this is it you know well you know me I try to live a life where
1: I know that I'm making a difference in people's lives and that is important to me. Yes. And talking about that, we have a very special guest with us today Shirley Charles Robinson. She's a sister, she's a Haitian American author, a wife, a mother to four, she's a professional actress. Her 20 year journey serving her church community in several capacities prepared her to be sharpened by God towards the journey to encourage and empower women to be all that God has created them to be. So now, Shirley, we are so blessed and so happy to have you here with us. Before we get started and, you know, start asking you questions, we would love for you to share with the listeners all the places they can find you because I know they're going to want to find you after this interview.
2: Oh, wow. Well, thank you. I would love to do that. First of all, thank you, Maggie and Danny, for allowing me to sit here with you all to just talk about this very important topic that's so near and dear to my heart. And I'm so glad that you guys are seeking. Um, That's a good place to be. Well, your listeners can find me at my website, uh, ShirleyCharlesRobinson.com, my name, <laughs> or you can find me on social media. I have a personal account, Shirley Charles Robinson on Facebook, but uh, the name to my book is Heart's Cry Made with Purpose for a Purpose. You can find me on Facebook. It is Made with Purpose for a Purpose on Facebook. And then on Instagram, you can find me Made with Purpose underscore for a purpose. So it's pretty easy.
0: Beautiful, yes, it is. Beautiful. So as we talk about faith, faith is defined as a complete trust or confidence in someone or something, right? In this case, it is a strong belief in God or the doctrines of a certain religion. Mm-hmm. And I met Shirley, actually, through Karina Bonifil, right? Yes. Our girl. Yes. <laughs> Elma, love Elma. her. <laughs> Shirley. When I think about your book, right, I think about the parable of the talents.
2: Mm.
0: And um, for our listeners who are not familiar with the parable of the talents, if you can give them a recap um, about that that parable, because I think it's very, it speaks volumes to your book.
2: Mm, yeah. I mean, for just a really quick description of the parable of the talents is that they all had talents. They were given talents and um, some buried it, (laughs) some multiplied it, and um, some just gave it back (laughs) to God. And so he was not pleased with the one that just buried it and then did nothing with it. And I feel that's just reflective of our talents. Like God has given each and every one a talent. It grieves my heart when someone says, I don't have any talent I, um, I don't. I don't believe that to be true. I don't believe God did not give you a talent. It may, it may not look like others. You know, we always go to the singing, the dancing, or you know something like that. But oh, right, but we can, can also tell. we can sometimes dismiss these other talents that are talents like listening, encouraging someone hospitality. Mm. So what I want to try to do through my book is help people to kind of open up what your talents may look like. Because I think sometimes the reason why they say they don't have any is because they think, oh, it's not, I can't dunk or I'm not tall enough to be a model right. or something not like high this. High right. But yeah.
0: I like the way you phrase that because you're, you're, you're talking about basic things, like yes. common things that people don't think are talents. You know, the fact that you are there for your family and you're constantly supporting them, you're supportive. That is your talent. Yes, it you is. You know, or you, we, we, we want to be Michael Jordan, or we want to be Oprah on the Oprah scale of you get a give, you get this. You get... <laughs> but you know, it's not about that, right? It's about the day-to-day
2: Yeah, it's definitely about the day to day,
0: like the gifts
2: that we have, because there's some people in my life that are truly like their gift is hospitality. The moment you come into their house, their home just even invites you in. And not everyone has that gift. So like you said, not everyone's going to have the one where you're front and center. And I think it's designed that way for a purpose because we can't all be chefs. We all can't be front and center, but you can definitely support that person that is in in the way that God has created, like administrative, you know, or speaking or writing. There's so many things that um, God has given us gifts that I feel like does not get explored in the ways that it could possibly get yes. explored.
0: Explore is the key. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Exploring yes. it, it out, bringing mm-hmm. it out. And yes.
1: appreciating mm-hmm. even the little things, appreciating that you do have that. Yeah. Yes. Now, Shirley, that book of yours, which is, the cover is beautiful. I really like it. Thank you. They'll see it when they go and buy it because everybody's got to go and buy this book. <laughs> Hearts Cry. Made with purpose for a purpose. Can you tell us uh, what happened? Why did you decide to write a book? And where did that title come from?
2: Oh, well, you know what? I didn't make the decision. I feel like the decision was made for me <laughs> because if you told me I would write a book, maybe even three, four years ago, that it would be designed to help someone identify their purpose, I would look at you and probably laugh because <laughs> I come from, you know, an acting background, but I share that this book um, was deposited on my heart in 2018. Um, I now know what my mission statement is, and I I suggest or encourage your viewers, your actually your listening viewers, to identify what their mission statement is. Every organization has a mission statement. Why don't we? That's true. true. And so for me, I have come to know that my mission statement is to encourage and empower women to be all that God has created them to be. And so Mm. with that, that helps me to say yes to things. It helps me to say no to things because if it's not incongruent to that mission statement, then because there's so many things that we could say yes to. So going back to the reason why I wrote the book, I gathered some women because I'm drawn to women and encouraging women. I think that's one of my giftings. And I had about 12 women say yes. I, I invited more, but 12 of them said yes to um, a journey. I wanted them to just identify what their goal is, but I wanted to you to help them with scripture. We were going to do it with scripture because I've done a career coaching, but it was it was not it was not faith based. And I always felt like that was the part that was missing from that experience. Right. Because we can just write down a goal. But is it God centered? Is it a goal right. that I should even be pursuing sometimes? I think sometimes we're pursuing things that we shouldn't really be pursuing. It's because it looks good or other people are doing it and they find success, but then it's not what you're designed for. So anyway, these women yeah. said yes. And initially, I was going to write a book about how to guide a parent With kids in the entertainment industry, because I have kids in the entertainment industry and people Uh often say, how do you get them in this? And how do you get them in that? And so I thought, well, why don't I write a book? But then God said, no, that is not the book you're going to write. And I thought, well, that makes sense. I know this. (laughs) Right. And so that's how this book was deposited. And why I say hearts cry. And, and I've heard other authors say that they write the book and then the title comes after. For me, that wasn't mm-hmm. the case. The title was the driving force for this. It came oh. first and everything else came back. Because for me, it's that hearts cry of, of that thing that you want to do, that you don't want to leave earth. Until oh, you do it. And for yeah. me, this book and some other things that God has deposited on my heart was that for me. It's like that heart's cry that I just didn't feel comfortable at peace because I knew I had to complete it. You know, I was being obedient. Yeah. So why I say it's heart's cry made with purpose for a purpose because everything we touch has a purpose. Our phone, a book, a pen. every So if everything else has a purpose, why not God's most prized creation not have a purpose
0: yeah wow that's That's great great. oh (laughs) that's amazing i'm feeling this i know (laughs) (laughs) truly (laughs) truly so how do you recognize how, how can someone recognize that their gifts are from god um i think you you alluded to that in the chapter entitled bringing your gifts to the altar yeah
2: Because for me, you know, I think sometimes our gifts, we think it's for us alone. And so when it's Mm -hmm. our gifts, it's what can I get out of the gift? And really our gifts is to glorify God first, because I'm speaking from a biblical perspective, right? Right. And then others benefit. And then we Mm -hmm. reap the the benefits because we do reap a benefit. It's just we don't start out trying to reap the benefit before we bless others and God get glorified. I think that's yes. the um, the approach that I take with this book, that it's not me, me, I, I, because we can be very me, me, I, I about everything we mm. do.
0: And we're human. Right. And it's a me, me, I, I um, society. society that yes. we live in. Yes. That's right. Yes. It's all about me. Mm-hmm. But if you think about toddlers,
2: all they know is mine, mine. So... Yes, it's in our DNA. We
1: have to teach them to share, right? We have to teach them, share. What are some of the tips uh, for someone that is trying to identify their unique purpose? What would you tell, where would you tell them to start?
2: Oh, well, you know, it's such a huge undertaking to really peel off because I feel like we have glimpses of it when we're little. But I think as we grow up, people, society, our environments. I think we start to get to confuse as to what it is because there's mm-hmm. so many things that kind of distract us. But in the book, I really invite um the readers to do a lot of listening mm-hmm. and um to God because I think that's a that's part of the puzzle that we seem to forget is to invite God into these choices we make them and then we ask him to co-sign it. <laughs> right. <laughs> but it's like all right lord. Um and then uh so I would say listen and I have also in the book where I I walk the reader to really um unpack some past stuff because I think I have mm-hmm. a section where it's the good, bad and ugly because I feel like all of our story I think we we kind of pick and choose which part of our stories, maybe the ones that look the best. I feel like God can do a lot with the ones that are maybe not that great, but he can turn it Mm -hmm. and make it something great, right? So I was very vulnerable and honest about sharing my childhood uh, molestation and I'm healed from it, Mm -hmm. but I think God can take that and, you know, take an ugly thing and make it a beautiful thing. And that's one of the reasons why I shared with you all, I have... A passion and heart cry for those that are human trafficked and sex trafficked because, and, and it comes from that pain, but I think God can take that pain and transform it. So it doesn't have to be just that. It can, he can transform it to something else.
0: Yeah, that's wonderful. And I applaud your ability to share that story, right? Because it's very important to your life. And especially coming from a Caribbean background, right? A Haitian background. We don't talk about those things. No. First of all, I don't even think we're, I don't know if that's, we're unaware of it or we just don't want to address it, right? So I definitely Mm -hmm. applaud you. And also, you talk about that you're healed from it. That's absolutely amazing because I think sometimes, um, people carry the scars, um, for, for a lifetime. You know, like Oprah talks about it a lot. You know, how do you heal? I mean, I guess God's help, right? With listening to God in his guidance, but it's a hard thing to, to heal from. So how does one heal from that?
2: Well, it's going to look different for each person, I think. Like, there's not one Mm -hmm. magic bullet. I think Mm -hmm. I was just ready. I think there's some people that probably will never heal from it. One, I also always say go for counseling if if you find yourself um, challenged in this area, because I think that's another thing in the Haitian community, in the Caribbean community, um, Mm -hmm. even in the Black American community, where we're not, we, we don't, I don't know what we have against going to counseling, therapy, but all of these things are great because we don't want to bottle it in, right? We want to let it right. out so we can get healing from it. and I think that's one of the ways is by you know naming it, right? If you can't name what's yes. wrong, you can't you can't fit you can't get fixed. It's just like when you go to the doctors, we have to first identify what it is so that the doctor can now prescribe a medication. So, that's right. I think that's one thing I was able to identify that that was an issue that I needed to address. And then God just healed me, invited him to that. Um, and also forgiveness. Mm, that's, that a, is, that's an important yeah, part powerful. too. I had to get to a place where I forgave this person. Cause mm-hmm. I think if that's a, a component, whether you have therapy or God, if you're unwilling to do that piece, you can't move forward.
0: You
2: no. And not to say that, you forgive them and then you allow yourself to get abused again. I think I have to say that too, because forgiveness forgive, but forget, right? There's a difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Cause you want to use wisdom, right? right. Um, Cause mm-hmm. oftentimes these people that um, do this is close family members. They're close. They're yes. the people that could stop possibly still be in your life. So you don't That's allow true. yourself to continue to be, you know, um, victimized, but yeah. Yeah,
1: that's you took power. Yes, yeah. took your powers back.
0: Yes, well yes, said. Yes, exactly, exactly. And so, um, having gone through this, I believe we were talking earlier how you use that to help others, and what does that look like? Can you talk about that?
2: Well, I think I alluded to it a little bit. Is that once you embrace all of your stories, the good, the bad, and the ugly of it, then. There's a freedom that comes out of that. And I think for Mm -hmm. me, I was trying to find, how do I know Shirley? Because I think because of, um, you know, the history of America, as a a woman of color, we've had to kind of adapt to so many things. And I think even for myself, in trying to adapt to all of these different environments and places, I lost a little bit of Shirley. Because I was trying to fit in, right? To survive. So I think for me, I found myself trying to meet this, the genuine Shirley, right? And to embrace every part of her and not try to be anything but who I am. And I think, um, I love that you say the 50s club. Yes. (laughs) The 50s club, because I just joined the 50s club. And I'm (laughs) loving Oh that you know, I'm loving myself, right? And not to say that screw you kind of mentality that I'm gonna say whatever I want and do whatever I want. Not that. Just that I just am, you know, when you feel really centered in yourself.
0: Yes. And I'm mm-hmm. feeling
2: that. Which you know, I I can't say that I always did,
1: which is sad, but yeah. <laughs> no, it's I don't think it's sad. I think it's part of the growth. Yeah. you know it's a, it's a right. journey we are all on a journey you you cannot expect just like a child that learns how to walk they don't come out walking it takes some time you have to you know fall a few times get back up and keep going and that's what life is about we will fall but the important thing is to get up and keep going and keep you know keep the keep on the journey of searching and finding your true self and i believe that's what you've been doing and You know, you mentioned something to us about wanting to shine a light on sex trafficking. Can you tell us a bit more about that?
2: Yes. Um, As I mentioned, this is a topic that's near and dear to my heart. You know, because of my trauma, I can relate to a person that, you know, is victimized or um, in this way. I don't know what it means to just... Be taken against your will for yeah. days, if not months, if not years. I don't yeah. have that yeah. as but but to but I think we can all relate, even if that's not yeah. our story. To know that someone cannot a child, relate. children. Exactly. When children, women, and now boys, you know, when they're yeah. taken yeah. in Absolutely. this way and being violated, I think it's just it's uh it it just grieves my heart. So As I I mentioned with you guys prior to our audio, is that I wanted this book to not only help people to identify what their purpose is, but also if I could take the royalties, a portion of my royalties to give back to organizations that are helping, that would just make my heart sing. Um, I am self-published. And I I decided to be self-published because I had a dear friend of mine who gave me an opportunity to speak to a publisher. And I really wrestled with whether or not I should go publish or self-publish. And because in some ways it would be easier if I go published, right? Because yeah. um, some things would, I wouldn't have the... Um, You have to do everything right now. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't have to do everything, but there was just something in my spirit. I knew I had to do a self published, even though I knew it'd be harder because I wanted to be able to do things without asking permission. Right. And so (laughs) in this case, I want to be able to take the portions of the royalties and give to these organizations. And my goal is each month to choose an organization and bless them. And so, For November, I chose Treasures, which is this wonderful organization. Actually, the founder, she worked in strip clubs herself. And so now she helps others that are in the strip clubs to get career counseling, um, health, all of that. Anything that they need to help them become whole and healthy, she provides that. And so that's an organization that I um, champion. And then right now in December, I'm doing what we call, it's this organization called Dressember, where you wear a dress. Every day of the month, with I didn't know how challenging cool. this would be because I I find that on December I don't like to wear dresses.
1: It's a little cold. <laughs> it is. Well,
0: it's cold. It's just a bad bit.
2: And um, they do wonderful work too, where they are helping those that are in the front lines, like IJM and. Other countless others organizations that are on the ground level, you know, providing safety for these individuals and rescues and all kinds of things. And so in January, I plan on choosing an organization that works with um, this term restavec, which are children that are taken and, you know, used to do housework, like really labor and sometimes they're abused. And so I'm gonna choose an organization. I haven't identified them yet. And those funds will go to that organization. So I'm really excited. I I, I want this this Book that just keeps on giving.
0: Yeah, oh, I love that great. because That's I great. think what yes, and what then, you're doing is great. It's mm-hmm. twofold. The book is helping people discover their purpose. In the meantime, you are also helping others. You know, all the people you know, people who are in human who've been human trafficked. Because mm-hmm. it's something that I, makes me sick to my stomach at the pit of my stomach when I think about how these children are being trafficked yes. over and over again. It's really sickening. Um, so I think it's wonderful. In and in january you know it's the national slavery and human trafficking prevention month that's right and, and i did know about this.
1: that's when this show will air so this is uh
0: timely so perfect, perfect so timely yes perfect yes perfect.
2: yeah i'm excited about that i don't think it's by accident either
0: <laughs> i don't think so no, I don't either think so. i think it's by design absolutely yes. absolutely surely I wanted to mention
1: a a part of your book, something that really touched me to the core. It's when you talk about being an ambassador and you talk about legacy and how it's, you know, it comes from the word legatus, which means ambassador. And that really touched me because a lot of it is what I want to, Mm -hmm. I want people to have, to understand that the legacy is so much more than I'm leaving assets, you my car. Right. Like, yes, so much more than assets. So that part really touched me. And I enjoyed when it talked about Oprah mentioning in an interview that she built a school for girls in Africa to serve as her legacy. And can you tell us a little more on what Maya told her? What did Maya Angelou tell Oprah Winfrey about her legacy? Yeah, she said who can tell what your legacy
2: is because sometimes we say oh this is going to be my legacy. She thought that her school for girls in Africa was going to be her legacy and he, she said that your legacy is everyone you've spoken to touched your you know your story. And so yeah, we don't have control over what our legacy. <laughs> I mean, we do to an extent, right? Because how hopefully how we're uh showing up with people in our day to day lives, you know, I said that it can be as simple as a smile, right, to someone because mm. we don't know how that one smile or that one affirmation to that person can be the difference of them saying, you know what, I can keep moving today. Yes, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, we just never know. So uh, I, I just wanted us to look past what our legacy cuz sometimes we think it's this like you just said where
1: it's you know an asset that we're leaving behind assets, you know money mm-hmm. and of
2: course we want to leave money there's nothing wrong with that but yeah nothing wrong with that definitely not nothing wrong with that but i think sometimes we think only that yes and i think there's so much more that god is is desiring from us And um, the book with um, bring your gifts to the altar, because it's like when we bring our gifts that God, he gives us a gift. We gift others with that gift, right. By edifying others, then he's glorified.
0: Right. So that's what
2: that bringing our gifts to the altar means.
0: I truly love that part. I do too. And for me, I think sometimes I feel that I, you know, I'm praying and, I'm not hearing what God is saying to me, or perhaps I'm not Mm -hmm. listening. You know, there's definitely a disconnect there somewhere, Mm -hmm. you know, because sometimes I feel like the message is blurred or I'm not getting the message. And so I'm always searching for clarity, Mm -hmm. you know, always looking for clarity. You
1: know, I feel that perhaps we need to stop searching, Mm -hmm. you know, let it come. Let it come mm-hmm. to
0: just stop searching.
1: You mentioned something about the way your book came to you. And I feel the same for the book that I, that I plan on publishing. Uh, it's a photography book. And it's interesting when you said that it just hit me because I had put that project aside and it keeps coming back. Mm. I keep mm. thinking of it. I keep, I'm keep. i like, okay, no, no, that's it's, a sign. It is a sign. It needs to be yeah. done. Yes. May I ask why you put it to the side? Well, so much has happened, you know. COVID, yeah. <laughs> first. <laughs> I shouldn't just blame COVID though. COVID is a part of it. But then I read, I started again to photograph, and I tried to change the whole dynamic of it. And no, something told me again. No, go back to the original idea. Stop it. Mm-hmm. Stop trying to involve mm-hmm. other people and trying to make it something else. The basic of it should stay what it Mm -hmm, is. mm -hmm. And that's what I understood. Mm -hmm. And I'm going back to the
2: basic of it. Yes. Good. Yeah.
0: -hmm. Wonderful. I
2: think that's great because I feel like those desires or those little nudges, Mm -hmm. they don't come from us. It's planted there by God. Yes. Yes. Right. Especially the ones where you can't shake it off. (laughs) Like you put it (laughs) off for other whatever reason. And there might be valid reasons why you put it off but um as long as they're not excuses because i i know that i had lots of excuses <laughs> for myself but and some of it was out of fear right because when we yeah. do these things we're kind of taking ourselves out of our comfort zone and doing something yeah. that's going to stretch us and that right. that that can be scary sometimes right cuz i really felt like this book was like labor right and and I didn't actually have my kids um, the traditional way I had to have a C-section. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I think anyone can relate whether you've had a child or not is when you're being stretched in ways that are uncomfortable. You don't know what to expect. Right. That's a little scary. And then yes, scary. it also requires something because once you do it, then now you've said yes to something that now you've got to like.
0: You have to deliver.
2: You have to deliver. You have to deliver. You have to
0: deliver,
2: right? Well, I'll be praying for that project because who knows who will be blessed by that. that you know? That's know, Photography, mm-hmm. that's a gift, right? Those that are able to see things in a way and capture it in a way, that's a gift that not everyone has.
0: You have an eye. You definitely are gifted with that. It's wonderful. So, Shirley, before we end, I have to... But before we go, I want to ask Shirley something.
1: Are you still dancing salsa?
2: (laughs) (laughs) I do. When I can. um, I mean, I'll just dance even at home. I'm so thankful for YouTube, right? Because now they have salsa teachers and you could just throw on... One, because I haven't been able to actually go out salting, but yeah, that's my favorite thing.
1: Share those links with me. I haven't danced in a while.
2: <laughs> I will. I will. And dancing is such a great, like fun. It gets your energy out. It's fun.
0: It's fun and you look fabulous. So keep <laughs> dancing, okay? But before thank you. We can, <laughs> for every show we asked our guests for their favorite bubbly um and when they first tasted it. So Shirley, what is your first what is your bubbly of choice? Mm. Um well, I have made a choice not to um
2: drink and it's not faith related because I believe you can. I mean, of course, you don't want to be drunk. But for me, I have chosen the, what do you call it, the Virgin Mojito. Oh. And the reason why I love it so much is because at first when I made this decision, I'm like, oh, I, you know, what to drink, what to drink and what to get. And when I had the Virgin Mojito, I don't know if you dr- dr- had a mojito, but it's oh, really yeah, yeah, mojito. <laughs> so refreshing, the mint. We make mojitos. Yes. <laughs> You make me just, so you'll have to make yes. me one when I see you. Yeah, we um, Although we
0: don't make virgins, but we'll, but we'll make an exception. We'll make an exception.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's so refreshing. I love the mint, and you know what? It's sometimes it's hard to get because they don't. If they don't have the mint, they can't make it. Right. And with the lemon and everything, I feel like oh, I'm not missing out.
1: Oh, yeah, that's, that's great. great, that's great. But you know what? <laughs> we'll send you some uh bubblies that are non alcoholic, they exist, they do exist. Okay, you do oh, exist, okay, great, thank, thank
2: you. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I would say pre uh um uh alcohol, a uh, non alcoholic, um, it was like Kahlua, ah, oh, that was, so cute yeah. <laughs>
0: was a very yeah, 90s, <laughs> definitely. Our generation drinks yes. the Kahlua, the Rumble, yes. the White Russians. <laughs> yes, the
2: White Russian. I, I always ordered that.
0: <laughs> Back yes. <in> the day. <laughs> Surely this was wonderful and what a blessing. This book, Hearts Cry. You know, we want our listeners to go out and buy yes. it. It will definitely change your life. I've read it and I'll definitely put it to good use because mm-hmm. I think it'll help okay. me find the clarity I need. It's the type of book that you read once and then you go back with your marker. Yes. Yeah, For sure. Oh, yay.
2: <laughs> That's what I want it to be because I have lots of leading questions. And I have to say, sometimes we're, we are living in our purpose and we don't realize it. But once we I know it, then we can live in it more because yeah. I feel like what you're doing here is part of your purpose. That's, That's right. While we're well encouraging and lifting women over 50 to yeah. continue to live yeah. life, that life is still ahead of them. That's needed. Thank right. You. Thank you. <laughs> yes. yes.
1: <laughs> we'll, we'll,
0: we'll take that. Just do <laughs> take that. <to> that. that. <laughs> Thank you, you Shirley. Should. You should take we that. Forward to meeting in person. <laughs> yes.
2: Thank you so much. And you can get the book on Amazon, but it's at soon. At the first of the year, you'll be able to get it um, more. uh, It'll be available in more places aside from um, Amazon.
1: Excellent. Perfect. On your website as well, I believe? Yes. Yes. Perfect. We'll send them to your website so you can get all the money. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. (laughs)
2: ShirleyCharlesRobinson.com.
0: Take care, Shirley. Cheers! Cheers, my
1: dear! <laughs> hmm. Okay, okay, okay. So, we are enjoying a Lunetta Prosecco Rosé.
0: It's, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it's made with the Pinot grapes from Trentino, Italy. So, of course, Prosecco, it's, it's made Italian, in Italian. That's right.
1: And Lunetta means little moon in Italian. Ooh, I, I didn't
0: think know that's that. That's so cute. <laughs> you learn something new every day. Exactly. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm. So, definitely nice. It's so nice. Light. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we're actually having a, how do you call that again? A split
0: bottle. A split bottle, which is better. Mm-hmm. You know, don't need to finish the whole thing. <laughs> This is this is great. It'd be good for the beach, I think.
1: Yes, yeah. yes. And
0: those little bottles are really nice
1: for baby showers. Yeah. I see people are doing that more and more. And I really like it to open a bottle when the baby's born.
0: Yeah, I think that's yes. a wonderful gift. So mm-hmm. everyone's toasting and celebrating exactly. the birth. That's wonderful. I love it. Yeah, I love that's it. it. It's a great idea. I've day seen day. people do
1: beer. I've seen people do. Uh, mm. Yes, yes. They do oh, bubbly. They beer. beer. Yes, my son and his girlfriend. Have done both. Oh, wow. That's great. Yes, for some of their friends that they know love mm-hmm. beer. Oh, They've that done makes the beer. sense. Yes. So when the baby's born, cheers, you know, and I love that. It's a new tradition, I would say. Yeah. yeah I don't think
0: mm. it was around. We never did that. No, I then. don't think so. No. These people are fancy. <laughs> I love it. I love it. But i love to receive that as a gift. No, it I is. It's a, it's, a, it's a nice gift. It's a nice gift. And the price point mm-hmm. for this is not too expensive. It's about $12 or so. That's right. That's right. And this Jimmy bottle mm-hmm. is about $5. So it's affordable. It's affordable. But mm-hmm. we, What are we giving it? What's the ranking, well, do you think?
1: I mean, for me, it's something that I would take to the beach. You know, it's not, it doesn't, it's not. I feel that it's not full flavored, Mm -hmm. you know, so it's light and easy and kind of nice, you know, when it's nice and fresh, it's kind of nice for the summer. Yeah. What do you think?
0: I think I definitely Mm -hmm. say it's a good beach or outdoor, you know, sort of drink. So, and of course, you know, it's like the berries, are you tasting them? Not really. (laughs) Do I ever... Do I ever?
1: Sometimes, <laughs> <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> but it's nice. It's a beautiful rose color. It's really nice for a party or like a summer day. I like it, but you know, it's not thumbs up necessarily.
0: How about thumbs okay. in the middle. It's not middle. a thumbs down. It's not a thumbs down. No, it's not. Well,
1: it's not. It's not, down. Down, no, it's not a thumbs down. No, it's, it's not. A nice, simple little. Yeah, simple. It, works.
0: yeah it works. it exactly. works. Exactly, It works exactly. Well, cheers, my cheers. Dear. Thank you for listening to Bubbles of Wisdom podcast. If you like this episode, please share it with your BFFs. You can find all our information and join our mailing list at bubblesofwisdom.com.
1: You want to keep this conversation going. Follow us on social media Instagram at Bubbles of Wisdom, Facebook Bubbles of Wisdom, and of course Twitter at Bubbles underscore wisdom.